Yo, yo, yo. What up, y'all? And welcome to the Lively Lively Life Podcast. Podcast. All right, so today is going to be a very lighthearted, fun, whimsical episode that I have prepared. So, dare I say lively? (laughs) Yes, indeed. (laughs) Buckle in, guys. (laughs) So, clearly, I have almost no idea what's going on. Shelby kind of took the reins. I did contribute some. He just took the paper away with all of his notes, so I really don't know what's happening. But I am going to trust him to lead us, not astray. Of course not. Okay, so on the last episode at the end, I promised some lively tips. Um, on a whim, must yes. I say. This is never mentioned. Um, to be tr- fair and tr- uh, true, to be honest, to be honest. honest. To be fair and true. <laughs> to be honest, uh, I had no tips in mind. <laughs> <laughs> About 10 minutes ago, me and Kim came up with five lively tips to liven up your life. That I totally need to do. Yeah. So there you go. Apply to us indeed. Not hypocrites over so, here. Exactly. All right. All right. So, with that, we got the, about three parts. Yes, there's um multiple segments. So that's one segment, just to forecast the show a little bit. Um, another segment, just to um keep saying just to uh, <laughs> okay. to introduce this topic. I love. I don't know. It's kind of strange. It's weird. <laughs> makes me nerdy. But I love like the etymology of phrases and um the origin of idioms. So, can you tell us what an idiom is? I do not have a Webster definition. Um, if I had to just off the dome, it'd be like a, just a, a phrase, a common phrase that people say. Okay. So let me see but what they kind of just like a group of words established by usage as having a meaning not deducible from those of the individual words. Oh my god! So it couldn't have been more complicated. Could it? <laughs> Group of words that basically mean something other than the words themselves. Right. Like there's like a play on the words, basically. Somewhat. Ish. Um, an example that's not in the examples I have. Uh, beat about the bush or beat around the bush. Okay. That's considered an idiom. So you're going to tell us the origin. Yes. Yes. Some of the Where origins of from. just, uh, I think I got six. Are these some of the ones you personally use? Um, No. Because I never had the opportunity to. It never comes to mind. But I would like to add these to my idiom vernacular. Okay. You could be like, look totally boomer if you did that. Because (laughs) (laughs) you know old people love idioms. I'd say a few of these, I'd say. Yeah. I I mean, I'm sure most people have definitely used idioms in their life. Yes. And then not really know that it was an idiot, like or what it even means. But you're right. just like you know that exactly. Works and in those that context. those are the ones that get me. Like you hear someone saying like those words don't make no sense together. What does that actually mean? You know, like yeah. you know what they were saying, but you don't know what those words where it comes from. Where does that phrase come from? Out of curiosity, can you tell me what beat around the bush it comes from? That was not one of the words I researched. No, um, okay. I guess. Uh, extra sneak peek today, guys. Let's see. You offered it up. (laughs) You've got me hanging in suspense. All right. Gotta give me the origin of that. Can we please stall for the audience? Okay. Filler, filler, (laughs) filler track. Filler track. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Okay, my best guess would be 
Oh, good guess. They're trying to be a berry bush. <laughs> Beat around the bush. All right, so here we go. Like, I got you now. Trying to stall. clear <laughs> <laughs> now. Um, this is from gingersoftware.com. Thank you, gingersoftware.com. Shout out to you. <laughs> the origin of the idiom beating around the bush is associated with hunting. In medieval times, hunters hired men to beat the area around bushes with sticks in order to flush out game taking cover underneath. Oh. They avoided okay. hitting the bushes directly because this sometimes could prove dangerous. Whacking oh. a bee's nest, for example, would put a swift and unwelcome end to the hunt. Oh, so they just beat around it. Right. Okay, so how does that compare to how it's used today? Yeah, I know, because like now we say, like, avoid a question or like to stall or waste time. Yeah, you're like, just get to the point. Don't right. Don't around the bush. But I mean, back well, I then, makes... it doesn't really apply to, like, back then, they would beat around the bush to make something come out. Yeah. You know, so like, well, more I like shake guess... a tree almost, kind of. Yeah. I guess it's just like, instead of beating the bush directly, yeah. which would be getting straight to the point. Beating around the, the bush. bush is like it takes longer, but it's the more efficient way. Effective. Effective way. Yeah. All right, I see it. But people usually say it in the negative, like don't beat around the bush. Yeah, like it's not a good thing. But, but I'm just saying, like, for your safety, you probably should beat around the probably bush. Probably should. Don't kick the hornet's nest. You know. There you go. Another okay. idiom for you. <laughs> now I'm excited to see your list. Yes. Do you, so you know the history and how it kind of applies, like how it's used? Um, I looked up the history of these six idioms probably about 15 minutes ago. So. Well, I'm saying in, from what you found, are you able to kind of deduce? Apply it? Yeah. How, yeah. Yeah. How it's used today. So. Okay. All right. That's exciting. Well, without further ado. No, wait. There's one more segment. Oh, hi. <laughs> We, because it's a lighthearted and fun uh, episode, and I don't think we have enough information with what we do have. We're already six minutes in on the intro, though. Okay. Um, we're going to do puns. We're, me and Kim are going to try to guess the answer to a couple of puns. Oh, God. And we'll see how that goes. Okay. All right. Um, so, as promised, I will start this episode off with a lively tip. Oh, right. All right. So, um, lively tip number one would be to communicate more. But more specifically... <laughs> um, Taking your tip seriously, aren't you? What do you mean? Communicate more, and you're like, more specifically, so you're further communicating on that tip. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Every day... Size it up. Every day, try this, okay? Try saying one thing that you love about the person. A person. A person. <laughs> to that person. Say it to the person. One thing that you love about them, okay? Okay. And, like, that doesn't just apply for people who are married or in relationships. Like, just anybody in your life. Because right. not only will that make your life more fulfilling and wholesome, it spreads the love to other people, too. It makes yeah, them feel happy. I mean, you know, like they say, like, um, you know, you can see somebody and be like, wow, I really like this feature about them and not say anything. Mm-hmm. Then I like, know. They, like, oh, you really love their intelligence or whatever like that. And you never said anything to them. But as soon as you say that to them, then they feel really good about themselves. And yeah. it changes their outlook 
on themselves, their intelligence, and at least their whole day. Right. So it's really good. Impactful. So that's one thing to say. Okay. Next thing is to say something that you're thankful for. Um, if you don't have someone to tell this to, you can say it in the mirror. It's still just to say it and verbalize it. I think still gives it a power and meaning, you know? Yeah. So it just kind of puts your life in perspective. That's one thing you're thankful for. Okay. Do you have one? That I'm thankful for? Yeah. I'm thankful for you. <laughs> thankful for you too. Though. No, no, you got to call something new. I'd use that one already. Um, <laughs> I'm thankful for our life together. Yeah, good enough. Well, I mean, like, um, without being too sappy, I just feel like, you know, I'm thankful for, like, our home and a place that we get to call home and be together, you know? Yeah. So, there's mine. Yeah. All right. Just trying to be more communicative. Yeah. <laughs> Kimber, um, when we was making this tips list, she was saying three things. I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's 365 days in the year, three things. That's like a thousand things. Like, who could be thankful for a thousand different things, you know? So, we narrowed it down to one. It gives you more options. Limited to me. To one. You can be thankful for the same thing over and over, though. But if you do something new, it's like You fresh. could, yes. But I'm just saying I'm not keeping track of like what you said two weeks ago you were thankful <laughs> for. Ah, nope. You already used that one, Shelby. Got to pick another one. Shelby's already I mean, said thankful If you get rid of all the surface things, you really dig deep, you know? It causes you to dig deeper and like really see what you might be thankful for. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm actually pretty good at seeing things and being thankful for them like in our lives. Like I tell you all the time, you know, like that you know, I I'm very much aware of how blessed we are and the things, you know, that we have in our life and like I don't take any of those things for granted and I also think like when you come from like a childhood or a background where like you didn't have those things it's a lot easier to see what you have now like in front of you and like really you know take full advantage of it and just realize how thankful you are to have everything so but yeah I just feel like and you can do that at any stage of your life because there's always going to be you know times where it was worse or it could be a lot worse right so All right, and then the last thing I say we should communicate for. So being thankful for something I think has kind of a macro. It's like a wide, broad uh, aspect and lens of it. But I say as a micro approach, um, one good thing that happened today, you know. Yeah. So it just keeps a positive spin no matter how bad the day was. It keeps a positive spin on your day. Shelby made me brownies. <laughs> it's a good thing that happened today. Yeah. All right. Um, so – Great segue, so okay. to our first idiom. Actually, oh my god! So, like I was saying, so is that all the lively tips? Or are you coming back? That's to tip them? number one: communicate more. Okay. Just I'm to saying, recap, I'm saying so you're going to. Idioms yes, I'm gonna now? skip around. Oh, okay, I all control right. it. You know what, guys? Buckle, buckle in. in, and he meant it. Yes. Um. Okay. So I said, tell someone one thing you love about them. Yeah. One thing you're thankful for, mm-hmm. and one game, one good thing that happened today. Okay. okay, and like I was saying, um, it helps you keep a positive aspect on the day because yeah. no matter how bad the day was, you can see that one good thing. 
So that's our first idiom. Okay. Can you think of it? Uh, no. <laughs> silver lining. Oh, okay. Do you know what silver lining is? I don't know. For some reason, I've kind of always pictured like a cloud. That's really good because that's where it comes Are from. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I've read that then. I you don't might know. have, yeah. So, um. I don't really know anything Does that about... even make any sense? Like, okay, you know how silver lining is used though in everyday speak, right? Yeah, it's the good part of anything. Right, just finding the good part of it yeah, yeah exactly um so yeah it was about a cloud originally it's a every cloud has a silver lining is the complete idiom people so just narrow it down to sil uh, silver lining so like what is a silver lining so i was having trouble finding this but then i saw a picture and it kind of helped is it just like a picture of a cloud as a silver lining like you know you draw a cloud and it's kind of like no no so um the pictures I kept seeing was like the sun behind the cloud and there's like a lining, a silver lining around the cloud. Because so it's like, like a shadowy almost kind of, it's almost like a shadow lining around the cloud and it's coming because the sun's behind it. Okay. So it's like the saying sun's... no matter how cloudy the day is, you know, the sun behind it and being able to see the sun among the cloudiness is kind of like the silver lining. Hmm. Yeah. It's like from like the I want to say 1600s, maybe the 1800s. Wow. One of the two. It's, so, like, the sun is, like, the positive thing. You're right. Like the positive force that's, yes. like, shining on And while you can't day. necessarily see the sun itself, you can see the silver lining that, that the, the sun causes. Yeah. Clouds are good, though. Don't do clouds like they're just all bad. Not all <laughs> rain clouds. Well, that's another thing. Like, okay, so I saw the cloud with the sun, but another one was saying the moon Okay. What's causing the silver lining? Okay. Moon's. Maybe like moon it looks really silver? dark outside, you know, if like the clouds blocking the moon. Yeah. It's like super dark, like pitch black dark. Yeah. Know? This is before they had street lights. Okay. So maybe like the, you can still see the silver lining of the clouds because of the moons. Like, you know, so you know that the moon's there. There's still light in the dark. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so how do you feel about cute. that? That's a nice little idiom, yeah. I do like clouds, though. You, you like clouds? I do. Even rain clouds? Even a rain cloud. Remember that, because we'll come back to that as well. They're, they're, <laughs> you know, okay. Everything's connected. Opinion, you remember the Care Bears? Yeah. Wasn't there one with, like, a stormy cloud on it? With, like, I, sad bears? I still really liked him. Grumpy bear? I don't grumpy know. Bear. <laughs> it's you. You're Grumpy Bear. <laughs> I always liked him, though. That's funny. I'm a grumpy bear stand. All right. All right, so now we're going to switch over to some puns. Oh, gosh. This is from, uh, found this, womensday.com. Okay. okay. 101 best corny jokes for kids and everyone else. All right. All right, I'm going to start you off with an Don't easy one. the mic. <laughs> mic check, mic check. All right, so this is uh, number one. Okay. I already saw this one. So I'm just going to ask you to see if you get it. I've heard it before as well. Okay. Okay, ready. Um, what do you call a sleeping bull? A tired cow. <laughs> <laughs> I have literally no clue. A bulldozer. Oh, that's cute. I love it. Okay, here we go. Why do melons have wetting weddings? <laughs> Weddings. Weddings. Why do melons have weddings? Yes. Let's think about this one together. Uh, melons. 
watermelon, Water honeydew, honey, honeydew, because they want to have their honey say I do. <laughs> I have uh, no idea. Yeah, I was good. They can't elope. <gasps> Stop it right now. <laughs> That's so adorable. I've heard this one before. How do you make a tissue dance? Boogie. Boogie in it. Put a little boogie in it, yeah. Yeah, that's about as, like, yeah. three-year-olds tell you that yeah, one. Yeah, I know, right? Why did the photo go to jail? I got this one. I, I haven't read it yet, but I know this one. He couldn't picture his life out in the outside. My guess, I haven't looked at Nancy yet. My guess is because he was framed. Stop it. That's it. It was that's framed. It was framed, yeah. Okay, but mine's kind of funny, right? <laughs> no. What? I'm really bad at puns. All right, let's think about this one, okay? Why did the golfer bring an extra pair of pants? All right, golf terms. Par. Four. Four. It had something to do with ducking from a ball. He thought he no, was going to get hit, how, and he pooped his pants. That's not how puns work, Kimberly. <laughs> Okay, par, birdie, turkey. No, that's that's not it. That's boy. Eagle, <laughs> Eagle birdie, tee, tee. He tee teed his pants. <laughs> hole in one? <laughs> he pooped his pants, you're saying? That's what a hole in one is? Oh, he had a hole in one of his pants. Oh. That's In why. case he got a hole in one. Oh. Yeah, look at this. Yeah. Alright. Two more. Why did the baby strawberry cry? Baby strawberry. Baby strawberry. So it's a little strawberry. It was crying. Seeds. Green say. tops. <laughs> baby strawberry. Sweet. Red. Small red. Juice. Juicy. Baby strawberry cry? Cry, yeah. Tears. Why did it cry? Mama, Daddy, love. I can't even think of anything. No, me either. It's a hard one. Literally nothing. Mm. It's His parents were in a jam. Oh, come on. Why no. did the Scarecrow win an award? He was the best straw of the movie. The what? Straw of the movie. <laughs> what are you trying to say? What pun are you working on? Straw. He's made of straw and he was the star. Star, star straw? Of, he was the straw of the movie. Oh, like draw. No, like star. And he straw. had a big straw. What does that mean? Like draw? <laughs> okay, mine's better than yours. Maybe so much straw. Crow scared away. Uh, Scarecrow winning war. And the war. Don't say my movie. No. Okay, award. Um, Medal? Standing ovation. <laughs> I don't know. All right, we're doing bad. He was outstanding in his field. Okay, but I was on the right track just Standing, then. yeah, you yeah. were. A lot closer than I thought, yeah. You know what? Outstanding in You're his field. You're going to start respecting me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. That brings us to our tip number two. Here we are 20 minutes in. We're doing good. Doing good. I saw this recently, and I love it. Okay. You need to hug more. Okay? Yeah, you do. Scientists have proven that to keep your mental state 
Um, stable. Stable, not better, just stable. You need ten hugs a day. Ten. Find somebody and hug them. Okay. <laughs> you don't have a just loved one. Just not your coworkers, because <laughs> that'll be a sexual harassment. Yeah, suit. let's not do that. But. <laughs> ten hugs a day, man. Oh gosh, find a friend, loved one, family member, your husband, your girlfriend. And see, this is another one. Like, this is another one of those tips that not only helps you, it helps them. There you go. Because they also need ten hugs a day. Yep, they do. They so can knock one off the list. Right. Shelby, I do need more hugs. We do give each other a lot of hugs, so we do. But I mean, like before you leave for work, whenever you come home for lunch. lunch. Before I leave for lunch. Leave for lunch. Come home from work. Come home from work. That's like four hugs off the bat. Yeah. But I need like a ton more. And see, it's so funny because I'm a I am a very affectionate person. Yeah. Like I love um was it physical touch. I feel like that's definitely one of my top love languages. But I could always use more hugs because like and that's so interesting to know that that's not just like a me trait. It's like a, a scientific right thing. Like there's something to physical touch. Yeah, it helps with your mental state. You know? And those people who are like, "Oh, I hate physical touch." Y'all have trauma <sighs> in your lives. That's yes. why. That's why you guys don't. You're like turning down touch. a hug. You may. You have problems. Need therapy. Yeah. You need therapy. There you go. <laughs> true. Sorry, unpopular opinion. I said it. <laughs> Hug more. Tip number two. Okay. All right. That brings us to our next idiom. After um, this, you're giving me a hug. Okay. I'll give you a hug right now. Oh. You should Hugging over the podcast. Love you. All right. I'm sorry. Um, okay. So before, you was talking about clouds. We talked about rain clouds. Yes, we did. Which brings me to the next idiom, okay. raining cats and dogs. You've uh, heard that idiom before, right? Yes. And what does that mean? Just downpour. Right. Raining a lot. Well, wasn't there some kind of story about like a tornado that like sucked up animals? So maybe that's why. I, I saw that in the thing, but it's like, that wasn't true. That never happened? So <laughs> no. They never sucked up cats and dogs no. in a tornado? Okay. I was yeah. thinking maybe that was it. Like, it was like super, like a super storm, you know, so it sucked up the animals and then it rained them back down. So that's how you knew that it was. I, have, I didn't read that, no. So I don't know. Hey, valid. Maybe. Valid idea. This one had a bunch of different or possible origins, so that's possible. Okay. Um, one that I saw was there was a Odin, I think it's the Norse, Norse. Norse. Norse god of storms. Okay. He was always pictured with wolves. Okay. And witches were always known to be riding around in storms. And they always had black cats. Why are witches riding around in storms? You know, they always got the thunder behind the witches and stuff. Oh, right. Okay. So they always had the black cats, you know. So the wolves and the cats, cats and dogs. Sailors would say when the storm was coming, it was raining cats and dogs. From The, the witches were causing it and the Norse god was causing it. So you mean to tell me these witches are putting their cats on the broom in the middle <laughs> of a lightning storm? What kind of terrible animal parents are they? I mean, the cat just holds on for dear life. Oh my god! Maybe it likes it. You know? I've never watched a witch movie where they put their cat on the broom. <laughs> Have you? No, but I guess it just situate. Let's just um, assume those two, like associate those two together. You know, not a single one of my cats would get on a broom. So you don't like that ordinance of it. Here goes another one. It's 
This is a stretch in my opinion, but um, Greek word, katadoxa. Which means contrary to belief. So they would literally say it, it was raining so hard, it was unbelievable. It was raining unbelievably hard. And I guess the word kind of got like, twisted a little bit, you know? Catadoxa, cats and dogs. So instead of it was raining contrary to belief, it was raining unbelievably hard, it yeah. was raining cats and dogs. I don't think it's too much of a stretch. You like that? I like that one a lot better than, yeah. than putting their cats on them broom and riding them through storms yeah so impress somebody tomorrow catadoxa is greek for contrary to belief okay like well, unbelievable and you know what that reminds me of Shelby? what's that when you taught me capiche is actually a word yeah <laughs> that was yesterday <laughs> <laughs> it was yesterday i didn't know capiche was a real word i thought it was like pig latin or something you know just something people made up Pig Latin's fake. <laughs> it's like a secret code. You know? <laughs> capiche was just something like, okay. It'd be capiche. <laughs> What's that? Oh, you're Pig Latin. About... Oh, my God. Anyway, you're just teaching me all the new things. Yes. We'll stay on the topic of idioms. All okay. Right. Because this one, segue moment. Oh, boy. You said about the your last guest on the uh, Scarecrow. Yeah. Or your first guest, really. Okay. What did you say? Do you remember? Uh, standing ovation. Oh, that was. Yeah, you thought he was in a show or something. I was talking about a star. He was a star. Star in the show. show. Yeah. Yeah. Standing ovation. So this is a stage term. Break a leg. Break a leg. That's an idiom. All right. What does that mean? Do a good job. Right. Good luck. It's kind of theater talk for good luck to you. Yeah. Right. So there's a couple. Meaning to this one. I bet it's about the witch, the wizard in the Oz. Was wizard in the Oz? Wizard of Oz. Why? They had all those terrible things happen during the filming, so like they were breaking all sorts of bones and <laughs> being caught on fire. <laughs> they were like, that movie was popular, so break away. I think it was way before that, but you know, okay. that's like I got three three possible origins, all pretty good. Um. First one's kind of lame, though. Um, pretty much just saying wreak havoc on your wishes so good things happen. So wish for something bad so something good actually happens. That is the most pessimistic thing Stupidest ever thing I've ever heard, but that was one possible origin. <laughs> so they're saying say break a leg so that that wishing of you breaking something is... Something good would happen. It counter outweighs the good that... Right. And I've heard, I don't know if it's true or not, but I've heard that like in Greek restaurants, if people like are laughing too much and they get too loud, oh, yeah. the restaurant will throw dishes on the floor to break it to kind of like offset all the goodness that's happening. The vibe. The, they yeah. got to put some bad out there. Yeah. So maybe that's like along the same lines there. Can you imagine their bill for spaces? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, man. All right. All right. Uh, second possible one is okay so back in the theater days they would instead of clapping they were known for stomping their okay. feet yeah or maybe even stomping their chair yeah and if you did really well you know people would stomp harder mm-hmm. and possibly break the leg of the chair oh or even maybe break your own leg from stomping <laughs> your leg so hard but so it was like do a good job so good that people are out there breaking legs 
see that one. That one. But can you imagine sense. somebody standing up and beating their chair so hard <laughs> they break the leg? Or if, are they sitting in this while they're beating the chair? Maybe rocking it back. <laughs> you know, like when you're younger and you tilt the legs back. Yeah. You're tilting in your chair, and then your mom yells at you because she didn't want you to break the chair legs. Right. It's like that's, that. That's what was happening. Last one, not quite as fun, but it makes sense still. Um, there's a line, theater term as well, where you're off stage, you're not on stage, and it's where just like the backup cast would stay yeah. pretty much. They called it the leg line. Oh. And it's like where you're not on stage or you're backstage, but then uh, there's a leg line for people who's actually on stage. Okay. And they kind of said break a leg, like cross over the leg line get on stage it's like good luck like do your best to get on stage I've never heard of this me either I've never heard of leg line either, either like anything so which one do you like the best I the, like the chair applause the chair one yeah one I think good. so too um alright so that brings us to some more puns let's oh go oh boy here we go <sighs> so sorry was I supposed to do filler here <laughs> no <laughs> no I just had a little sense well, you got to keep talking so they don't think we just disappear. <laughs> no, word from our sponsor. <laughs> Blaze on the mic. <laughs> Mouth mix. I love it. No, sorry. Um, what kind of jewelry do rabbits wear? Uh, rabbit's foot. <laughs> no. Lucky charms. No. Hair. Hair. Jewelry. Necklace. Pearls. Earrings. Diamond. Anything? Rabbit bunnies. I don't know, babe. I really don't even have a good guess. 14 karat gold. Oh my god. I didn't carrot. even think carrot. Yeah. Ugh, that was so obvious. Yeah. I should have. Where do polar bears keep their money? Um. Bank. Ice bank? Is that a thing? Igloos. I don't. Igloos? Ice bank? An ice bank? <laughs> oh. Bank. It, Polar bears keep their money. Poland? Poland? Switzerland? Swiss bank account? Swiss bank account. You're now accusing polar bears of committing <laughs> tax fraud. Well, it's not the Bahamas. <laughs> um, caps. Polar caps. Oh, Ice caps. maybe. Melting away. Oh, Save no. the polar bears, Paul. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is getting sad. And a snow bank. Oh, ice bank, snow bank. Snow bank. I was there. Yeah, I got that one. Okay. What do you call a factory that makes okay products? This is going to be so dumb, I bet. A warehouse? Something like that. An okay house? A okay. Average house? Um, barely good enough. <laughs> Bare minimum house? It's probably not going to be house. Yeah. But building, maybe? Anything? Uh, um, a satisfactory. Stop it. <laughs> that was alright. That one was kind of cute, but... What did the ocean say to the sand? This is a See trick question, later. action. <laughs> See you later. That's actually good. That was... Because it comes in yeah. and out. See you later. later. Uh... This one's it's a trick question. Aren't they all tricks? What do you mean? How I looked at the answer, I'm sorry. Uh, well, can you give me a hint then? 
Um, oh, the answer is no. <laughs> you can't kill me, honey. No, the answer, that is the hint. No? Yeah, no. No. Nothing. No. It didn't nothing say anything. Nothing to see here. It didn't say nothing. It just waved. Stop it. Did you hear me? Nothing to see here. <laughs> Why couldn't the sailor learn his alphabet? So some of the R's. A, B, C's. Oh, some of the C's. Yeah. Tough C's. He had trouble with T, C's and R's. <laughs> I love trouble how you're throwing C. in the pirate. Sailor's a pirate. It's not all of them. <laughs> oh, my God. He what? kept getting lost at sea. There you he go. Was on I was right there. All right, two more. What do lawyers wear to court? You should get this one. We've watched a lot of lawyer shows lately. Did you already look at it? No. Lawyers wear to court? Yeah. Uh, Briefcase? Briefs? Oh, my God. There you go. That's got to be it. Briefs. I wear boxer briefs. Boxer briefs. <laughs> Um, lawsuits. Yeah. What? Oh no! Come on! I like yours better. It was Thank better. You. Last one. What do cows most like to read? Movie reviews. <laughs> From their dairy diary dairy. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, it's gotta be something moo. Moo. Moo gugapia. Movie critic. I don't know. The I news. The moves. The moves. <laughs> Catalogs. <laughs> I just need to know who reads a catalog because <laughs> nobody is reading catalogs. It's mostly just pictures, isn't it? And they're trying to sell you stuff. Right. Yeah, it makes no, sense. It's not a book. Come on. All right. <laughs> All right. So we're back to lively tips with Shelby and Kim. Oh, boy. Here we go. Tip number three. Three. This is kind of an oldie, but I still love it. Um, the two-two-two rule. Yeah. Lots of people probably already heard it, but still. Do we do it? Oh, we do a pretty good job, I'd say. Okay, let's hear it. Um, so every two weeks, go out for the night. Okay. Every two like months. On a date. Yeah, like a okay. movie or something. You no. Know? Yeah. Just spend the day or night together. Yeah, every two week, every two months, take a weekend away. So just go away for the weekend. We definitely need to do that more. <laughs> well, we do on average. That's like we do. You know, like some months it's like back to back to back. Every month we go somewhere. But for the weekend. I mean, like I was. I guess when I hear that, I think like staying somewhere. Yeah, every two months. You know. Yeah. It's been a while since we've So that's, that's six six weekend trips of a year. That's not that bad. No, not bad at all. I mean, it could be kind of expensive depending on where you go, but... Yeah, that's up to you. Yeah, that's true. It's up to you. Um, and you don't got to take the time off of work, you know. Because it's weekend. Exactly. And then finally, every two years, take a week, a trip, yeah. a week-long trip. There you go. So... Shelby, take me on a week-long trip. It's time. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, sure. We can do something like that. Well, was our last week long trip was probably our cruise last year. Yeah, we did a cruise. It was fun. Because even when we went to Hawaii in November, we weren't even gone a week. Yeah, we did go to Utah, though. Utah wasn't a week. It was close. I mean, these are, these are both like five, 
five day things. Had to take time off of work. Yeah. I was thinking probably the cruise was the yeah. closest. That was about five or six days. Yeah. Ago. That was fun. Um, so, yeah. Tip number three, the 222 rule. 222. All right. Another history of videos. This one oh is probably one of my favorites. Is it? I have yet to been able to use it in real life. Oh, my gosh. But I've heard it before. And I didn't know what it was. You're going to be on a mission now to enter this in your vocabulary. <laughs> and he's like, show me that doesn't even apply here. And he's going to be like, what? No, I, I, I will it. make sure it applies. All right. Have you heard the idiom, don't look a gift horse in the mouth? Yeah. Is it because I told you? No, no, I feel like I've heard What does it mean to you? It? You don't question a good thing. Or. No, that's not bad. Or. Or. Like, That's more of a stray away from this original meaning, but okay. Go um, ahead. Um, kind of like don't bite the hand that feeds you thing. Like you don't like ask too many questions about a good thing. Is that what I just said? <laughs> just said. I guess I have one <laughs> idea. Uh, I don't know. All right, so here goes the origin of it. Okay. Gift horse. Was a horse that was gifted to you. Gifted to you. It was a so a horse that was literally given away to you. A gift horse. Wow. Which horses are very expensive, so you better thank them. <laughs> right. Right. But to look oh. a horse in its mouth is how they told the age of the horse. Like the teeth? Yeah, like how well kept it was, how good it breed the horse is. Oh. You could tell like how valuable the horse is by looking at its mouth. Yeah. So to don't look a gift horse in the mouth is don't like ask how much a free gift costs, you know? Yeah. So like, yeah. So like you're trying not to be like, like rude because like somebody bought you a gift or gave you a gift and you, it's not your business to like. Yeah. It's it, free to you. So it didn't yeah. cost you nothing. Yeah, so, so why do you? Yeah. Yeah. Don't look. Kind of like how people take the tags off of presents. When right. They hand them to people. Right. Like, and see, the best place to, like, apply in real-life situations, like, you give a gift to somebody, like, oh, my God, how much did this cost? And you can say it then, like, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Yeah, because, like, you buy somebody a present and it was on super good sale, people don't want them to know that right. you got it on a good sale, so they take off that tag, that sales tag. Yeah. Which I think is all really stupid, because I'll brag about how cheap <laughs> something is. Yeah, how good of a deal yeah. I got, but I can see that. That makes yeah. sense. So, I love yeah. how that's your favorite. Like, I don't know. Because I, I have no idea what they're doing. Like, look at gift horse in the mouth. What does that even mean? <laughs> Not too often, I guess. That's super common practice. <laughs> Somebody got gifted a horse too many times with some really bad teeth. And he was just fed up with everybody who was giving him those ugly teeth horses. <laughs> they Maybe. were like, sir, if you don't stop looking at gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> and that's where this started. Someone who had too many horses. Yeah, there you go. Maybe. He started right. getting picky. All right, back to the puns. What do you call an unpredictable camera? Camera. Unpredictable camera. A snapshot. Snap. Some snap. There you go. That's honestly that's better than anything I could mm. have thought of. A loose cannon. Oh, because the brand. Brand new. Okay. Why did the Invisible Man turn down the job offer? He couldn't see how good it was. He's invisible. 
Not the other way around. <laughs> He's not blind. <laughs> First off. Watch it be exactly what I said, because you're being me. <laughs> I don't know about Faber. If he can't see, then... If he, he can't, can't see... <laughs> he can see. His eyes are okay. <laughs> he can't see him. But he's an invisible band. Maybe, maybe like, they, they didn't see how valuable see. he was. There you go. He couldn't see himself doing it. He... Oh, see himself? Uh, oh, my... He was close, but... I know. was, like, right there, and I'm... I'm sorry. I'm gonna need an on-the-record apology, <laughs> because I, I was very close. The only reason he can't see is because he can't see himself. Okay. La, la. Same thing. Why can't a nose be 12 inches long? Can't? Yeah. Because then it's a foot, right? Is that a thing? 12 inches is a foot, yeah. Oh, that's probably it, Shell. Then it'd be a foot, yeah. I was kind of confused by this. I was like, what? Then I realized you were talking about measurement foot and not, and like, I kept thinking, I know, but I'm saying like, I kept picturing just a foot foot, like a feet foot. (laughs) And I was like, what the heck does that have to do with a nose being big? (laughs) I thought we were going to go like down some Pinocchio route. I don't know. That's it. Can't be why? Record. Why is the grass so dangerous? Uh, blades. Ooh, I bet sharp blades. blades. Yeah. yeah, it's full blades of blades. Yeah. yeah, good job. Yeah, two more. Yeah. How do you fix a cracked pumpkin? Uh, turn in the jack o' lantern. That's just a practical tip. I don't know what the fun is. With a pumpkin patch. Stop it. That's actually really adorable. Right. I want that on a t-shirt for fall. <laughs> okay, last one. What does the dentist of the year get? Mm, dentist of the year. I'm thinking like promotion-wise or some kind of golden tooth. Golden cavity. Golden cavity. Cavity search. I was cavity search. Shelby. <laughs> You're banned. Um, I was thinking like some kind of play on like outstanding award, but like with teeth, and I can't think of anything. <laughs> Ortho. Flossing. Mm. Let's see. Drill. Mm, a little plaque. Stop it. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. <sighs> All right. Here goes lively tip number four. Is that your phone going off? That was my phone. I apologize to the viewers. Yeah, you should. Okay. Mine's silence. Do better. <laughs> lively tip number four. Okay. Beat your wife. No, that's not him. <laughs> Connect with an old friend. Um, life is short. It is. You know? You don't meet too many even people. Even if you get to live all the years humanly possible. Yeah. Which I don't even know what that is nowadays. Like 105? I don't know. You know? That's whatever. if you're very lucky. That's what I'm saying. Humanly possible. That's still short. Yeah. So, can you imagine if you go at any point in time? So short. Or they go at any point in time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. You don't meet everybody in the world. Nope. So, people that you connect with enough... To call a friend, you should reach out. 
Yeah. I say if they pop in your mind. Pop in their messages. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Love a trendy tip. Yes. All right, next. I was going to add to that, like, uh, even if you have, like, some kind of grudge, you know, I wouldn't say well, most grudges anyways. Oh, I know Kimber has problems with grudges. <laughs> Just let it go, you know. Shelby holds no grudges <laughs> ever, so. Yeah, just let it go. You know, to give try advice. to reconnect with them, you know. Makes your life more lively. Lively. Lively tip number four. Connect with an old friend. Okay. <clears throat> All right, back to the history of idioms. Um, I have three more. Is that possible? Three more? Yeah. No, two more. Two more. Two more. I have two more. Um, it's rock and roll. You ever heard? This is kind of shorthanded of it. I wonder where that comes from. What? Rock and roll. Do they throw in rocks and watching them roll down a hill? No, I don't think so. I don't think it came from music. Why you have to put that in my mind? Like, now I have to research that. Okay, just continue. We'll come back to that one, okay? Come back to your I promise before the end of the video. Um, the shorthand of it is a bird in the hand. Have you heard that phrase? Uh, yeah. What does that mean to you? Is that all of it? That's shorthand. People yeah. just say a shorthand instead of saying the whole thing. Do you Let's know the whole thing? Bird in the hand. I don't know, but it's something about like if you let go of the bird in your hand to get something else, then you're letting go of something that you had already, like something good. Kinda. So the whole idiom is a is. bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. Okay. Got so it. appreciate what you have in your hand as yeah. opposed to what could be. You, yeah, what could be pretty much. Yeah. Which let's be honest, if there's two birds in a bush, you're not getting those birds. You better <laughs> go ahead and appreciate the bird in your hand. In your actual hand, yeah. yeah. You're not getting those yeah. birdie bushes. Kind of like uh, bushy, not always green. No, not everything's greener on the other side, kind of thing, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Is that what you got? But if you that? did want to get those two birds, um, <laughs> remember to beat around the bush. Stop it. Not the bush itself. When they say everything's connected, y'all. Isn't there something like kill two birds with one stone? That's what they're gonna do. They're gonna take one stone to kill the two birds. There you go. And they're gonna rock and roll. Rock and roll, okay. How many idioms can you throw into this this uh, that's scenario? It, that's all I have. That's like that's all I have. I'm tapping out, okay. folks. All right. Um. Are you looking it up now? Do some filler real quick, like. Filler track, filler track. <laughs> Play me on the mic, hey baby. Um. Is rock what's and going roll on with you? Is rock and roll considered a idiom though, or is it just like a? I don't know. So where did the word rap come from? You know? I don't know. Saran rap. So the term rock and roll derives from the more literal rocking and rolling, a phrase used by 17th century sailor, sailors, 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 sailors. That's a hard sailors. word. Sailors. <laughs> to describe the motion of a ship on the sea. Okay. Any phrase that is used to suggest rhythmic movement of this sort, particularly by lonely seamen, runs know. the risk of being purloined as a euphemism. I never once thought about rock and roll as like a boat. Oh, yeah. Like movements of, on a boat. That's interesting. I wonder how that got tied to rock and roll. Alan Freed. Alan Freed did it. 
Alan Freed did it. He was a DJ show he's, promoter. He said, I want to rock and roll all night. Mm, no. That's, was that Kiss or something? That was, that was... <laughs> you know, fans are like, of these bands are like literally rolling their eyes through the. Isn't that right, though? I have no. I don't think so. That doesn't sound like Kiss. I want to rock and roll all night. Who is that? Kiss! Is it really Check Kiss? Check me! I know nothing. I know nothing. <laughs> no one's rolling eyes. All right, here we go. Back to the puns. I'm sorry. What do you call an angry carrot? Mm, an angry carrot? Yeah. A orange faced. A steamed veggie. This is rapid fire rounds. So wrap them out. Okay. The quicker, know. the dumber. Let's what go. Did you say? A steamed veggie. Veggie. I don't understand any of. What? Angry carrot is steamed. Oh, okay. Got Why it. do ghosts like to ride in elevators? Scary, okay. thrill, thrill, elevator. Up and down, invisible. Mm, I don't know. It lifts their spirits. Oh, that's actually really cute. How do you make an octopus laugh? Tickle its tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> tentacles. There you go. Uh, with ten tickles. Okay, I was like, you got the right, he's on the right path, yeah. Literally. How can you tell it's a dogwood tree? If it barks. Ooh, that's it. I was thinking some of my cats, but but that's it. By the bark, yeah. Yeah, you got that one. When is a door not a door? Shelby, I'm going to be honest, though. I didn't think about bark as in tree bark. What? (laughs) What did you say bark for then? Because you said dog. How did you get the pun and not get the pun? <laughs> My brain doesn't work like normal people. <laughs> I don't know. You are impressive. But I still got it, so yes. we're just going to pretend I didn't admit to that. <laughs> Except for its own record. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said, what did I say? It, if it barks. That doesn't yeah. make sense. That makes more sense than by the bark. But, yeah, by the bark makes more sense. But if it barks, it's funny. I get you. I get. Yeah. Okay, sorry, Two more. Sorry. Rapid fire. Remember, when is a door not a door? When it has a hole in it. When it's a jar. Ooh. Oh. I made that up. What do you think? I love that. That was it. When it's a jar. <laughs> yeah. That's actually really cute. I was thinking, like, if they put a big old hole in it. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Last one. How do snails fight? Uh, slowly. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good too. <laughs> like a real smart answer. You know? I don't know. What's, See, like I yeah. have another name for snail. Mucin. <laughs> mucin is that a word? Isn't there something about snail mucus? Mucin. I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't know. Shell. Yeah. Shelf. What kind of shell? Uh, it was shotgun shell. I have literally no idea. What? What? Louisville. Shell? What? Baseball bat. Louisville. Slugger. Slugger. So how do snails fight? With with their slugger? <laughs> what? They slug it out. Oh. Oh, gosh. Too much. All right. The fifth and final tip. Our life in life is try something new. Okay. Um, Elaborate. Yeah, so this could be 
as small or as big as you want it to be. Okay. So small as maybe just a new outfit, you know? There you go. Maybe a shirt you never worn before. Just do something new. Yeah, it's in your closet with tags on it. Pull it out. (laughs) Be bold. Wear it, bro. At Kimberly. (laughs) (laughs) Or return it to get your darn money back. It's too late for that. The policies (laughs) nowadays are like, if you don't return within 30 seconds of leaving the store... Um, try a new food, you know, there's thousands of different cuisines out there. New restaurant. Yeah. New restaurant. Try something new, new food. New hairdo. That's really bold. That is bold, but women do it all the time. I know, but it's like it's six months crisis. commitment at least, you know. Chop it off. Sisters. Oh man. Be careful on that one. Just don't really it. think before you do that one. Okay. <laughs> That's a little bold. Um, a new activity, you yeah. know. So, like, um, ice skating, but I know it's, I realize it's summertime, but a uh, water park. Read a book, hike, maybe. Picnic. Yeah. yeah. Something you don't normally do. Revisit our um, summer bucket, bucket list. list and do one of those activities. There you go. That'd be great. Go fishing. Um, go on fishing. A new place. There you go. Just go somewhere you've never been before. That's the best one on there. Gives you sight adrenaline and lift, you know? That has been my favorite thing about, like, becoming an adult. Yeah. And us being able to do what we want is, like, we're able to travel and go where we want to go. Because, yeah. like, we didn't do that as children. Yeah. So, to be able to go see new places has been the best. I love it. All right. That leaves us with our last and final... That's redundant, right? This is a dramatic <laughs> intro. What do you got here? The idiom. Okay. It's obviously an idiom. <laughs> Why is it obvious? I'm not looking at your checklist. Have you not, have you not been following along? No. Tips, idiom, puns. Tips, idiom, puns. Oh, is there really a method to this? Because I just thought you just Have you her. not seen the pattern? <laughs> no. All right. All right. So, um... Quick recap. Okay. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. There you go. Break a leg. Mm-hmm. Raining cats and dogs. Okay. A bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. Yep. Every cloud has a silver lining. Yeah. And this is one here. Tongue in cheek. Have you heard it? Yes. How would you spell it? I'm assuming not like what I'm thinking. <laughs> What's the, the three words? Okay. Tongue in cheek. What's the second word? Spell the second word. In I N. Okay. Yes. Some people think it's tongue and cheek. No, that's weird. And see, that's where the origin would be lost. If you thought it was tongue and cheek, what does Why that mean? You, it's in. Put your tongue in your cheek, meaning shut up. That's what tongue and cheek means to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just. <He's, laughs> Can you use it in a sentence or example of it? Um, no. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You've so heard it before, though, right? Tongue in cheek. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it means, like, put your tongue in your cheek, like, shut up. Stop talking. Maybe that's bite your tongue. <laughs> that's definitely bite your tongue. <laughs> um, I'm going on record as, no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Why else would you put your tongue in your teeth? Oh, that's because it's not a thing we do any nowadays. But um, if this has to do with dental hygiene, I'm <laughs> no, 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 no. 
tongue in cheek is just a phrase used to show that something's being insincere. Like I'm saying this jokingly, tongue in cheek. Oh, I'm saying this tongue in cheek. You know, like don't take me seriously. This is not fun. This is being I'm being sarcastic or not being for real. That's what tongue in cheek means. So how does that relate to the history? Yes. Takes you back to the theater. Oh my god! Everything goes back to the theater. These theater kids, man. Yes. So, um, it was literally like written in the plays, like in parentheses for the actor, tongue in cheek. Oh. And the audience would see them stick their tongue through their cheek, kind of like literally through, but like yeah, into their yeah, uh, bulge out their cheek with their tongue, so pretty that much. They would know it was a joke, and, and then the audience would know it's a joke, and then they're like being sarcastic to the other member. Oh my god, they couldn't pick up on sarcasm back in the day? <laughs> well, they were a lot more serious than we are today, you know? Uh, I guess that's true. They did, like... They needed visual cues. Death threats. Yeah. Like, all the time. Do you bite your thumb at me, sir? <laughs> I do bite my thumb, but not at you. Yeah, isn't that, wasn't that something back in the day? Yeah, I think so. If you, it's like flipping them off again. Yeah, guess. something like that. Yeah. Okay. That's like Romeo and Juliet. That's so interesting to me. It just means like be quiet. <laughs> bite your tongue. <laughs> it's not the same. Well, when the tongue is anywhere but where it normally sits, it probably means be quiet. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess it is hard to talk with your tongue in your cheek. You can't say anything if your tongue is in weird. your cheek. <laughs> All right. Well, you want to wrap this up with a few more puns? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you not remember the pattern? I don't know where the pattern is. Uh, with the puns. It always ends with the puns. It always ends with puns. All right. Which bear is the most condescending? Berenstein. <laughs> that don't make sense. Um, Unbearable? Condescending bear. Yeah. That's judgmental I bear? Unbearable. A panda. I can't. I don't. I don't love that one. How do you get a country girl's attention? Uh, it's the big green tractor, tractor, right? It's gotta be, or some obnoxiously large truck. Yeehaw! Some country girl's attention. It's gotta be. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, oh a tractor. Oh, tractor! I had it. Yeah, you just didn't break was, it down like yeah, that. A tractor. For you, oh, we talked about bees earlier. This is a bee pun here. Okay, why do bees have sticky hair? Because they got honey in it. Okay, you're getting close. Honeysuckle, no, honey. Think about hair products or hair gel appliances slash tools. Curler. No. Hair gel, hair straightener, hair. Uh, How do you get your hair to go a certain way? Brush. Or? Comb. <gasps> honeycomb. That's go. like really cute. Yeah, they use a honeycomb. Honeycomb. Why can't you trust duck doctors? Because they're quacks. quacks. That's got to be quack, right? They're all quacks. Yeah, that was an easy yeah. one. Um, why is Peter Pan always flying? Uh. I'm not sure. Tinkerbell. Peter Pan. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I haven't really seen that. Oh, he never lands. Oh. Because, <laughs> like, it's called Neverland, yeah. right? Yeah. 
What do you call a toothless bear? Um, Grizzly. Gummy. Gummy bear. (gasps) Gummy bear. Gummy bear. A gummy bear. All right, last one. We're coming up on an hour mark. Why are spiders so smart? Because they got webs, a big web. They've got, they brought the interwebs. Mm. The, the they live on the interweb. Yeah. Yeah. They live on the web. They can find everything on the web. Yeah. yeah. Woohoo. We end on a positive note I that know. we got one right. Good job, Goose. Thank you, babe. All right. So that concludes our lighthearted, lively tip. Puns. History of idioms. In guessing puns episode, quick recap because the lively tips is a good takeaway. Oh my god! Communicate more. One thing you love about someone, one thing you're thankful for, and one good thing that happened to you today. You need to hug more. You need ten times ten hugs a day to maintain a stable mental state. Remember the two 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 rule. Every two weeks, go on a date. Every two months, go out for the weekend. And every two years, go out for a week. Connect with a friend or reconnect with a friend, either way. And finally, try something new. New activity, new outfit, new food, new place. Try something new. Boom. Yeah. I said last one. Recording this episode, I'd say. I had fun too. We laughed a lot. I think the last two with the pregnancy was a little more serious. This was... Lucy Goosey, I thought it was fun. Lucy Goosey. Well, I had fun. Thanks so much for putting this one on for a show. You're welcome. I was just along for the ride, clearly, <laughs> which is about how I get through life. I don't know how you didn't see the pattern. I, Shelby, I'm just here, man. Yes. I'm just I'm just living. It's bedtime for me. <laughs> All right, anything last bits to add? Nope. All right, then. Um, I think that was a very I do have episode. one extra tip for everybody. Okay. Ready? What? Stay Stay lively, lively, y'all!